Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Well, they say it's hump day, halfway through the week, and we are almost there. This is John Frenet with Eye on Annapolis, and welcome to your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Today is Wednesday, December 6th. Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley didn't waste any time making some appointments. On his first official day as mayor of the city of Annapolis, Buckley announced the following senior staff with some familiar names and some new ones. Tom Andrews will remain as city manager. Buckley's treasurer, Jane Hruska, is going to be chief of staff. Janice Hayes-Williams, who currently works for County Councilman Chris Trumbauer, will be brought on as constituent services director and ombudsman. William Rowell, who emceed the inaugural, is going to be the public engagement and community relations director. Susan O'Brien has been named communications director, ousting Rhonda Wardlaw. Felicia Nolan will remain as development and events specialist. Eva Benvenga is an administrative assistant. Larry Griffin will come in as the African-American community specialist, and I believe he is replacing Tony Spencer in that position. And the Hispanic community specialist is still vacant. The mayor is spending his first days in office meeting with individual city departments and reviewing top issues facing the city in the coming weeks, including budget prep and union negotiation, and he does intend to meet with each member of the council as soon as possible. The other thing Buckley did yesterday was get out an invitation, and he invites you to join the Annapolis City Council, the mayor, and the city staff on Thursday night for the holiday open house at City Hall. It runs from 5.30 to 7 o'clock in City Council chambers, and they want you to bring a donation of canned food to support local charities. And, of course, they remind you after your visit at City Hall, where you get to meet all of your new aldermen and mayor, head on out to Midnight Madness. This ought to be a fun one to watch. St. Anne's Church has applied to the Historic Preservation Commission to allow them to put eight cell towers in the steeple. The catch... The wooden shutters that are on the steeple block radio frequencies, and they're going to need to be replaced with a, quote, composite material, which I assume means like fiberglass. And we all know how that works out when you go in front of the Historic Preservation Commission. The church's application did say that the proposed composite can be made to look like wood, and the wooden slats would be removed and stored for a time when the composite slats are no longer needed. They estimate the cost just to do that to be $85,000. Stay tuned for that. An Edgewater man is off the streets and sentenced to 10 years for sexually abusing a minor. Back in April, Annapolis police received a report of a child's sex offense. Upon interviewing the 11-year-old victim at the Department of Social Services, police learned that Gabriel Morales, the boyfriend of the victim's family member, committed repeated acts of sexual abuse when the victim was approximately 6 to 9 years old. The victim did live in the same household as Morales at the time when the abuse occurred. Morales pleaded guilty to sexual abuse of a minor in October and he was sentenced yesterday to 25 years and suspended all but 10 years of active incarceration. Five years of supervised probation upon release, and he is required to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life. Judge Michelle Jacklich presided over the case, and state's attorney Wes Adams said Mr. Morales traumatized the victim in her own home and violated the trust of her entire family. I'm grateful to Judge Jacklich for passing such a strong sentence and applaud the victim's courage in reporting this crime and allowing my office to advocate for justice on her behalf.
good news out of the state's attorney's office. Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan is stepping in to see if he can help out Baltimore City as their murder number surpassed 320 murders this year, eclipsing 2016's total and inducing fear by many who live and work in Baltimore. Hogan announced immediate actions to get more police on the streets in Baltimore, saying that gangs and repeat criminal offenders are, quote, terrorizing the city. Effective immediately, Hogan said he has directed the Maryland State Police, Maryland Transportation Authority Police, Maryland Transit Administration Police, and the Maryland Capitol Police to expand patrols in an effort to help establish a more visible police presence in high-crime areas. They will simply be doing their jobs, said Hogan, maybe providing some backup for some of the functions of the city police department. You will see more police on the streets in Baltimore, in their cars, and even in their boats in some waterfront areas. Hopefully that will be a step to turn Baltimore around. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about Baltimore's problems, check out the Maryland Crabs. We had an interview with Commissioner Davis a couple weeks ago, and it was a good one. Maryland could see the first snowflakes of the season Friday and Saturday. Some models are predicting that so-called clippers or short bursts of snow could move through the area Friday night and Saturday night and drop a few flakes. I don't know whether it will get here or not, but we've got George Young from DMV Weather, and he'll set us straight. Stick around. Did you know that more than 1,200 mental health patients had to be transferred last year by AAMC to facilities outside our area because these facilities do not exist right here in our own area? Denim and Diamonds is a fabulous, fun evening under the stars to support expanding mental health care in our community. AAMC Foundation proudly thanks RXNT for their generous $50,000 exclusive presenting sponsorship. Get more info at AAMC denimanddiamonds.org This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George from DMV Weather. Here's your Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, December 6th. We forecasted a target high temp of 54 degrees for both downtown Annapolis and BWI Airport today. But that came with the caveat that those high temps would likely be at or just after midnight and that actual daytime temps would likely end up in the 40s, which we're seeing already as temps have already dropped from the mid-50s around midnight into the upper 30s and low 40s across Anne Arundel County this morning as a strong and much cooler airflow from the west-northwest is coming into the region as opposed to yesterday's warm airflow from the south-southwest. And once this new air mass moves in later today and tonight, as the cold front clears the area to the east, the Annapolis area will see several days of well below average temperatures with highs in the 40s and even 30s all the way into early next week. As for those snow chances we talked about a couple of times recently, they still exist. And here's how. Chance number one is Friday afternoon or Friday night, and that involves a possible low pressure center forming to our southeast along the cold front that's moving through the area today, which will become stationary off the coastline maybe later tonight or tomorrow. And then that low pressure will move northeast, which could bring the area the first snowflakes of the year should the storm form close enough to the coast. At this point, we expect it'll be just a little too far offshore and that we might just see a few flurries or some snow showers out of it. But 25 to 50 miles difference of the position of the low pressure center will make all the difference in the world of the result. So we'll just have to see where today's cold front ultimately sets up offshore to know just how close the storm will be to Annapolis. Chance number two would be Saturday night as a small piece of energy in the upper atmosphere moves overhead, which could likely bring some snow showers at best. So stay tuned for updates throughout the next several days as we settle into a potentially active and definitely much colder period of weather 
in the Annapolis region. Okay, that's it for us today. Get our free weather app from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by searching for DCMDVA Weather and follow us 24-7, 365 on our website at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. When we started the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, we weren't really sure how it would be received. Well, it went better than expected, and currently we have about 11,000 people listening to the Daily News Brief every month. And we also got some feedback. And we will be making a significant change on January 1st. We heard you loud and clear that this needs to be done earlier in the day. So on January 1st, you will be able to get your daily news brief at 7 a.m. every Monday through Friday. And we still will have your local weather from DMV Weather and local sports by Kevin Chaney. So nothing else is changing except for the hour. And for those that are listening but have not yet subscribed, the easiest thing to do is to head over to Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes, Google Play, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Search for Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief and subscribe. It's free, there's no cost, and then you never need to worry about it again. Every morning at 7 a.m., it'll be on your phone, tablet, or computer just waiting for you. Hey, thank you for a great start, and here's to a fantastic 2018. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.